0: Hello and welcome to peace Peace of no mind. Peace of no
1: mind. Peace of no no mind. mind.
0: Peace
1: Peace of no mind. Peace of no mind. Hello and welcome to peace of no mind. My name is Ray Tanner. Hit us up at Peace of No Mind show on Instagram and Peace of No Mind on Twitter. And you know what? If you like today's podcast, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Peace out. Peace of No Mind. And how has how has things been, bro? It's been a busy week for me, but what, what have you been up to, bro? My
2: week's about to get busy, Why was but it started off slow. So Monday, Tuesday, I was chilling. Wednesday, I'm here. Thursday, i got a Primark party.
1: Have you actually heard an episode of Peace and No Mind before? I haven't, to be honest. Oh, you're mad. You're, Sorry, bro. Oh, no, I'm just going to have to, have to uh, keep it as uh, real as possible. Sorry. Okay, <laughs> but I rate, I rate the honesty in yeah. it, because one of the questions that I ask all of my guests, what is... A peace of mind to you. Peace of mind to
2: me is when I'm doing what I love. When I'm doing what I love, I'm absent of thought. Do you know what I mean? So it's like I'm literally at peace of mind when I'm doing what I love. And I think that's one of the main problems in the world is that most people are caught up in situations where they're not doing what they love. So their mind's constantly busy and chattery. Do you know what I mean? Because they're upset about that situation that they're in. Their mind's not at peace. There's nobody that you can go to while they're in the flow of doing what they love and ask them if they're not at peace. Of, <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's impossible, bro. Yeah. It's impossible. Look at children. That's a prime example. When they're running up and down and they're playing, they're at peace of mind. And I think that's where I'm most at peace of mind when I'm doing what I love.
1: So would you say the only way that you find that you can achieve
2: it is by doing what you love? That's that's not the only way. That's a good way for everyone. Mm. That's, it. that's one of the ways. Yeah. There's probably like 10 billion. I saw a quote that said, let what you love kill you. I brushed past that core, and I was like, "What are they talking about?" But now I get it. They're trying to say, get so consumed in what you love that you get lost in it.
1: For those who don't know who you are, yeah, tell 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 the peace of no mind listenership, who are you? Like, my name's Shocker. Um, real name is no, don't no. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I
2: got to give them the breakdown. The breakdown, didn't <laughs> it? I was, was ready. Like I uh, got to give because people like that shit when you proper break it down. Like yeah. my name's Shocker. Real name's Kenneth. Yeah, Nigerian. Just turned thirty in July, from North London.
1: Bro, you, what you look mad young. Just gave you the cue. <laughs> <laughs> I told you to get lost oh. in what you love.
2: Me and Double get that all the time. Like you look a mad youthful. So when they see me and I say I'm thirty, they're like, they obviously they match it to the world's view of a thirty, and yeah. they're like, nah, that don't make sense. You look youthful. Yeah. You're still smiling. Yeah. Because like a typical. That's just
1: still smiling. Do you know what I mean? Like, no,
2: because <laughs> trust me, like yeah. when you go down that path of like derailing from what you love. Ending up in something that you hate and being sh- like it ages like you're not this you're not you're not the most friendly person so it's like they say it all the time they're like shocks you're so youthful but it's because
1: I've been doing what, what I'm love. supposed to do so to those listening you still haven't said what you love and you, you're I, a, I, I probably detoured you yeah. again <laughs> I was there like in his speech and I'm there like but I'm a
2: musician so. I was in a group called Marvel consist of Double S, Vertex, Limit and um, Ben was the manager and um, we did that for like five years.
1: We had five mixtapes. When did when when did Marvel first actually come together? When was when was the first song you you like dropped?
0: First video was Marvel FM.
1: Okay, because it's, it's mad. like, And I was saying to you, while like, wow, the first song was playing, like, I remember this in the era of sending songs by Bluetooth. So you lot were doing absolute bits at one point. Yeah, then so
2: Ma- we did Marvel for like five years. We had um, Marvel FM1, Marvel FM2, 3, 4, 5. And then we had other mixtapes. We're not going to go into them. We'll be here forever. We had <laughs> six like... and seven. <laughs> <laughs> we had like over. We had about 11 projects in total. And then we broke up in 2013, 14. Mm-hmm. then we all went on our solo journeys yeah. then I released my EP which is called Kenneth is a King and that EP was basically about a journey that I went on with mental health
1: but let's take that back a little bit so yeah. when you guys were doing bits like yeah. could you explain like give us give us like the magnitude of what this Marvel <laughs> looked like at the time of what 2010 2011 what, what was the scenario painting that for us
2: 2010 you would have seen Marvel on tour
1: on tour, so it worked who are you, who are with who were you guys supporting? We Chipmunk. We right? was in the
2: same circle as Chipmunk. Double was managed by Chipmunk's manager before, mm-hmm. and then Chipmunk's manager kind of took us on. Never managed us, but we was family. And then he asked us if we wanted to be on the tour.
1: What what was this album for? Was it I Am Chipmunk? <sighs> yeah, I Am Chipmunk. I I and am am Chipmunk yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. still. So, and that was one of his. That was his the, first album. That was his right? first album. First hey, album. Where were you performing? Where were you looking? Gigging? Like? it was all
2: over the place: Newcastle, Leeds, Manchester, Birmingham everywhere still my bro when i look at it like i can't believe that we did it you know what i mean that like, it's
1: i can't believe we did it it was a handful of people mm-hmm. you could say like they done it i can see what an urban scene could look like yeah like as it is now this just didn't when exist. we did
2: it there wasn't that many examples, examples at the time as well that's what made it so special and i'm only realizing it now when we came out there was groups but there wasn't no groups that was touring of diversity.
0: diversity there wasn't no like actually banjo, diversity. Ashley banjo and that. there wasn't <laughs> no groups that was touring of
2: chipmunk there wasn't no groups that was touring of Skepta. Yeah. there wasn't no groups that was mingling with like drake or like Rian. they weren't doing those things so like we literally was leading the way like yeah. carving the way that's what's kind of helped us be able to make a comeback today because we made such a mark that when people see us they're like oh yeah come like we remember they the, respect impact, the, the respect and they
1: respect the hustle in that realm. Like, what were some of the highlights? Like, there's so many, though. I think I read in a The Guardian article, like, yeah. was it were you on tour with Diversity? Diversity. Yeah, and what is it? You look, thought, let's play this track or something.
2: Oh, yes, yeah, Land to Atlanta. <laughs> Um, we had this big song called "Lands for London" to Atlanta that would have been big in our world, in the urban world, it would have been a massive song. But in the diversity world, don't forget, they was on Britain's, they the won Britain's, Britain's Got Talent, Talent so they've got a whole different audience. Yeah. So we came out the first night, played the song, and don't. F- this is another thing that kind of gassed us. We played it to Ashley,
1: Ashley Badger and first, he was
2: innit? rating it. So we're thinking, oh, okay, because he loves it, we're probably good. Yeah. We came out. To the song, and obviously they 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 put on a proper show. Yeah, it's not like a normal concert you go to where everyone's standing. Their show seat, so we ran out to London, to Atlanta, and everyone was seated. <laughs> and we was like, <laughs> 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 we was like, right, like, oh, what's going? Like, that? What's going <laughs> on there, bro? After that day, we took Lands out, <laughs> went to the studio, we got the instrumental for um, Will I Am. I got a mm. feeling That's a gonna, gonna be, be.
1: That tune as well. Bang <laughs> up. we knew
2: straight I don't know why we picked that. I think we must have Richie, saw. Richie, Richie told us. Yeah, Richie, Richie the engineer told us, yo, do this tune, they'll love it. So we went and vocaled that tune, put three verses on it. We came back the next time and performed it. They was going, off, those was clapping. Yes. And <laughs> nice girl and was like, yeah, we They
0: loved it. But Everyone so loved it. You know? We're well, like, we're good again.
2: But we learned that from, we learned that, that's what is good going on tour and getting that experience. Going on Chipmunks tour showed us how to adapt. Because mm-hmm. don't forget, you perform the same set every night. So we'll go to certain shows and see that, okay, every time we perform this tune, no matter what crowd it is, somehow this part connects. Mm-hmm. And then you know which covers to change or like, you can change certain covers for certain cities. Mm. So say like I go to where's Bugsy Malone from? Manchester. Say I go to Manchester, mm. you can do a Bugsy Malone cover. Mm. But the first two shows we didn't know that. We're
1: literally fresh from the block,
2: from the hood, and thrown thousands of people. By the time we got to Skeptics tour, we were professionals. I think we was kind of showing off on that tour.
1: So what I was even thinking, like when when did we know tune um, come out back in the day? Yeah, was that one of the first hits that you guys had? kind of put into the, the ether or what, what would you say I when think
2: Marvel Music was a breakthrough tune Marvel Music
1: okay We know become a big tune now everyone's yeah. saying yo you know I loved
2: We Know yeah. but at that time because we music. didn't chart with We Know we didn't feel like it had an impact mm. because that was our big single that was the one that was meant to break us that was the one that was meant to chart but it didn't chart so we felt like that tune didn't do good mm. but everyone I see now they tell me yo we know it was a banger, you that's know? A bang Man, tune. bang that tune. And I yeah, was like, rah. Yeah. But Marvel Music, we saw the impact. Yeah. Like, as soon as we put a pre... Like, me and Double's having this argument just now about, like, people can tell a banger from, like, the first 10 seconds. They know. I don't know what it is. They just know, like, yo, I like this song. So when we put up Marvel Music, yeah, we put a clip on the website. Because, basically, we came from Grime. We found this producer called SX. Big up SX, because he made more bangers after that. Mm. But we found this producer called SX, and he gave us the Marvel Music kind of sound, which was like, it was weird at the time, it was like American kind, it was different. And we weren't sure, because it was like, because we do grime, we don't know if they're going to take us, like, rapping. So we said, All right, what we're going to do, let's put a little cl- a preview on the website of this song, and then see what happens. Bro. The feedback. Oh my God. The everyone night. was
0: like, yo, you've got to shoot that one, you've got to shoot
2: that one. Then we had this thing where, um we went to go and meet some supporters in Oxford Street, yeah? And, the supporter came with a big banner and it said, this is Marvel music on it. And I looked at the mandem and I was like, bro, the song's not even out like that. And he's already got a banner. I said, bro, we're shooting this song. We shot it and it was game over. Everything. And that one did that chart at the time. That didn't chart because yeah. it was dumb. Yeah.
1: We why, weren't thinking why, why about were charts. Why were dumb? Like looking back? Like... Looking back, I
2: would have made Marvel music a single. Hmm. I would have made World Is a single. And I would have made a different single for we know we know it wouldn't have been a single okay. we know we tried to play the game when you play the game it doesn't work. Like now, me coming back into the game now, I'm coming back with a vengeance. Mm. I'm not. I'm doing things on my term. Like I'm not playing no games with nobody. I'm doing everything the way I want to do it. So and you... if it fails, then I'm happy because it's how I want to do it. The reason why We know hurt me so much is because there was like, you need a next single. You need a commercial single. So we went off and made We know, And we're still a
1: banger. <laughs> but you can tell that we tried to make a hit. Yeah. And it didn't chart. And we got dropped. And it's just like... Wow. So cool, like, and, and going off the back of that, so yeah, yeah you're you're on tours. Fans come out with mag banners. Yeah, yeah. Ashley Banjo support mm-hmm. Chipmunk, and then so what happens? That after we know you guys get dropped, is yeah, it? Yeah, we got dropped. Okay, and
2: they didn't want to put out a second single. Mm-hmm. They got cold feet. They pulled out, and then
1: everything just went pear shaped from there. Do you want to tell us a little bit about your story personally? So, so
2: yeah, after that happened, after everything went pear shaped, I went on my own personal journey. Like, I just went on a downhill spiral like but you can imagine how i went on the downhill spiral look where i was at hmm. and then i came back into the ends and like you got a face and i'm not i wasn't as confident as i am now in myself i think that was i think that was a major part in the breakdown i had i was young I didn't really know myself. Obviously, I knew myself as Shocker, the musician. But I mean, I didn't know myself as Kenneth, the human being. That's why I'm cool with you saying, if you had called me Kenneth before, I'd be like, no, Shocker, yeah, come Why yeah. are you saying my real name? But now I'm cool and I, I know myself as a person. Mm. So it's like coming back to the ends and having to face your friends and Because that's,
1: that's where it is. Your identity was Marvel music. Yes. So when you're smashing it and you're winning, everyone's singing your praises. Mm-hmm. But then obviously when things aren't looking so great, where do you turn to? Where do you turn to? Exactly. The same people who are singing your praises might not be there to support exactly so you okay you've come back to ends and tell yeah. us a little bit about that like were you still making music was it one of those as in you were trying to dodge people what was um, what was, the, what was the, like paint the picture we was
2: making music but it wasn't it wasn't it man <laughs> <laughs> we was making music but it wasn't it Ray, man. Mm. like we was trying to get back in there and like was making music but we didn't have the backing to do it the way we had it before because you can tell the shift. We had a big support system. Now we're making music. We're struggling to
1: shoot the videos. Um, Did a lot of the money get squandered at the time? A lot. Ugh, we was living the high life, bro. La- <laughs> and everyone, everyone, who, you know what <laughs> When I mean? they brought the
2: bill to us, yeah, I'll never forget it. We had this meeting. Rooney, <laughs> Risky Rose, Rooney, he's the guy that signed us. Mm. We had a meeting and he came with, like, they had the papers on the table of, like, what we spent on Addison Lees and, like, hotels. And I remember all of us just looking at it thinking... This is, it was fun when we was doing it, but we didn't even think about this part. So, but I love all of that, man. All of that's a great learning experience because now I try and minimize cost at, all points. At all points. Like, mm. I'll take train there. Mm. I, don't want no, I don't want your fancy
1: Uber. <laughs> I don't want your fancy Anderson Lee. <laughs> is that what it all is like? Yeah, yeah. because like, it all comes back, bro. It does, innit? it? And then even some of the people who are coming on tour in your entourage, you forget that you end up paying for an entourage. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you come back, you're, you're you're like, all right, you know what, man? I ain't got money to shoot videos. Like, mm-hmm. what, where where does that put you? What are you thinking at the time? Like, And where, yeah, what did you think the next moves were? You want to give up because you got to look at it like, If you put yourself
2: in my shoes, because the only way you can really understand where I was at is if you put yourself in my shoes. You're looking at someone that's got no GCSEs really, no A-levels really, missed out on uni, doesn't want to get a job because he knows whatever job that he does go to get, it's not going to be...
1: It's not going to be fulfilling. you come from tour, you can't be working in retail. And you've got got
2: that pressure. Because I remember just when I joined Marvel, I was working, I've had one job in my life. I was working was at it, Sports the World. Sports World. I was working at Sports that's World, it. and it was getting to a point where people were coming in, and I was like, "Yo, you shocker sure from," and that's when I had to quit. Even them was telling me they was like, "Yo, you, you, bro, you have to quit your job." And
1: let's
2: <laughs> I was like you have to quit your job, and let's just go for it. By the time we came off tour and did the whole, um, those tours and the Marvel music, I was a full-blown star yeah. in the end, like yeah. relatively in London. I couldn't get a job again, so you look at someone with no GCSEs, no A levels, didn't graduate from uni can't get a job and your music that that the thing that you want to happen and the thing that brought you so much joy has deteriorated as well and then the pressure from home you got African parents that doesn't yeah. ease it, and it like you're waking up they're seeing you every day yeah. and, you know, <laughs> and my mum my yeah. mum is the realest my mum is the realest woman like mm-hmm. not in a rude way but I I'm probably young so I don't know what my mum and dad's relationship was but if he left, I
1: get it. Mm. Because. <laughs> <laughs> no, he can't. He's like there because. <laughs> he's not... because. He can't say that. That's just literally. No no, like, no, no, no. No, no, no. He's like, look. No, no, my dad's not listening. I know he's not listening. Uh, he's in Austria somewhere. Uh, but so I'm saying, shit. but this
2: is how real my mum is. Like, my mum's a real woman. Like, when my breath smells, my mum tells me she's real. <laughs> like, my mum is the realest. Like, Sheesh. the way I approach my music is in a revolutionary fashion. Like, the concepts I talk about and the way I'm like... Mm. I don't class myself as a revolutionary person. I'm a proper cool guy. Yeah. But when it comes to music, it's like, I've got this mm. edge to me where I want to tell my truth and I want to impact people's lives. And I feel like that definitely comes from my mum's side. So
1: what, would she see you? She'll see you every day yeah. and it would be one of those, what's happening, what are you doing? Yeah. What's go- and that's the extra pressure on yeah. you. Yeah. Well, She yeah? might
2: not say nothing. She might just give you the look. Mm. Sometimes that's even worse than even someone saying something. Because it's like, what are you thinking? Do you know what I mean? Like, have you given up on me? You know, the ones like, that's even worse. Because maybe when they're saying, when they're saying to you, um, go get a job, or what's happening with music, at least they're showing they care. Do you know what I'm saying? And they're putting pressure on you. That could even inspire you to want to make it happen. But when they give up on you, it's like, they just see you and it's just like, okay.
1: That's scary,
2: especially if you have no motivation. Yeah. Because then you just go into a next downhill
1: spiral because no one's there to like, say anything to you but let's take it back. When was the breaking point? So cool things. You've come off tour. Things aren't going well. Mm-hmm. Your mum's giving you the looks, and you're obviously and now I'm you're broke. saying you're broke. Please add that in. Man. You're broke and broke to me. So, <laughs> no, broke is a mentality. Don't. No, broken cause sickness, man. Honestly, <laughs> don't people know, don't man. understand, man. Being broke is 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 it can cause a, like a fragile state of mind. When they you <laughs> not, you got. I've got to tell it how, how it is, is
2: bro. yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro,
0: at that age,
2: yeah. When you're young and you're broke. See, like now I'm a man. So it's like, I've kind of, I confirm certain things. When you're broke at that age, but it doesn't actually, not even at that age, with that status above your head. It's the status. So people assumed you had money. Yes. They assumed that you So you can't even ask. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So you're backed into a corner. (laughs) That's the worst. When you're older, when you're older, you've got less ego. So I'll say to dubs, yo dubs. You got 20 pounds for me there bro so it's like but you've got less ego about it because you're grown mm. when you're young you're in this like bro and i can just go back and just see what mindset i was in mm. when you're young it's like you're backed in the corner and mm. like that was part of the breaking point but mm. another part of the breaking point was i was also awakening spiritually
0: mm.
2: i think that played a major part as well not only was i going through all of this but like, I was waking spiritually that I was reading different books. I was learning different things. I was processing different things. And at that time, I always say it now in all my interviews, you see that like now and you've got all these Instagrams like Awaken This and Spiritual This and they've all got quotes and mm-hmm. everyone can see what's going on. Them times when I was going through what I was going through and I was reading things and I was learning things and I was becoming more aware, there was none of that. So I'm literally in my head. I can't speak to nobody and... All of those played a major factor, and then one day I just came home and I had a major breakdown. Mm-hmm. And I'm so happy that there wasn't phones. You know, like how it is now, mm-hmm. because my People breakdown was, real... brother. What? how right? like, what, my what did the major? Serious. What like, did the
1: major breakdown look to look like? What I was, was it... shouting,
2: screaming. My mom was trying to calm me down. Luckily for my mom though, my uncle that was living in my house, mm-hmm. he was a doctor in Nigeria, so he knew. So when he came downstairs, he was like, "Your son's having a breakdown." I weren't trying to hear it. That made me even more mad. Are you flipping things over? I'm flipping things over. Mm. They're telling me they get in the ambulance. I've ran outside. Mm. Luckily, <laughs> 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 bro. Not even the too, reason really? why I'm laughing is because like we bring banter to stuff. Yeah, 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 like yeah. you have to. If like if you don't bring banter, you you yeah. smash the rumor. That's little- another way of my peace of mind too. Like I'm a really fun. Everyone tells me I've. Comedians. I'm a comedian at heart. <laughs> I'm a comedian at heart, but I don't know what to do with it. I haven't seen how he tells me all the time, Chucks, don't waste this gift, channel it somewhere. I don't know where to put it, but I know where to put it in my personal life because mm. it's got me through so much. Mm. Hence why I can sit here and talk about it. Because yeah. I can banter. Some people can't. I get messages all the time. Chucks, I really just can't talk about my situation in public. I can't yeah. do it. But I get it though because can break it down and banter it if you have to mm. to get it out the parts that i don't like talking about that's really uncomfortable are banter mm. so when you see me when i get to the banter bit yes. that means <laughs> yeah. this part is an a you're comfortable checking. part yeah i've got to banter it to yeah, take, so come it back to get either. it back out but so taking like, it
1: to that part you, you're saying so what you've run out the house And
2: ran out they said they're gonna get an ambulance so i've ran out the <laughs> house <laughs> <laughs> and then now, bro, I'm so lucky. It was at nighttime, time, well, which I was lucky. If that was daytime, that was definitely going on the phone. That was, that was definitely going on Instagram. Instagram uh, Marvel member. Yeah. <laughs> Getting memed. Luckily, there weren't no memes them time. Yeah. Like, this era now is techie. savage. Mm.
1: Savage. Mm. Did the ambulance catch up? And then
2: did they take you? The ambulance came and they took me. And I went to the hospital.
1: Did you know how long you were going for? Did you think, bro, right, I'm just going for a day? What, what, I didn't. What? I
2: wasn't even thinking about that. You weren't thinking about Because...
1: It. Coming from the environment I came from, that was, like,
2: a taboo thing. I never... Like, I'm so... I'm grateful in a way that I went through this experience because it opened me up to what human beings are really going through. Mm -hmm. Hence the change in my music. Because I saw real shit. Bro, we see madmen walking around in the street all the time. But I just look at him and just think, we laugh at
1: it like, yo, look at my man. But, but then, especially coming from an African household, a lot of it's maybe you need Jesus, you need yep. you need you need religion, yeah, yep. because something's not right. Like yep, we yep. don't know how to talk about yep. mental health within a black community mm-hmm. and as a black male, because realistically, the only person we thought was crazy was the guy that we saw walking on yep. the street, like
2: where things are. Evolving into how there's stuff like this, conversations like this, and there's websites and there's charities and people are talking. Them times it was not like that. Mm. And it was foreign to me. I didn't know what that was. I didn't know what that I didn't know what was going on. That's why I always say that was a period in my life where I was lost. Literally lost. When I got to the hospital, I didn't even realize. It's only this is when, <laughs> this is when I realized this might sound like a, I have to laugh this moment out as well because mm-hmm. this is a techie moment. The only time I realized. Was when I tried to leave and they came to (laughs) stop. They was like, "Where are you going?" And I was like, "What? (laughs) I'm going home." Like, what you talking about? Like, I'm good. And they was holding the door, and I got into another scuffle. That's when I got my first injection. I got into it. What were these injections? Just to 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 To, just to to calm me down. down. Just to calm me down. I was rocking with the nurses, like, you okay going home. <laughs> they was They was fighting me and you know, put me in a room and then they gave me an injection and I don't know, I woke up and I was calm, mellow. And then they explained to you, you have like doctors that you go and see and they talk to you and tell you what's just happened. Mm. Still doesn't dawn on you. i still, still lost about it. That whole period, I was still like... How, how long was that period? Five days.
1: Five was, days? Yeah.
2: Okay, so in, in five days, what sort of like treatment did they offer you? They give you a crisis team. It's called okay. a crisis team. So they give you a team that comes to see you every week. And it's basically like therapy. Mm. You've got to go to them and you've got to talk to them and tell them where your mind's at. They ask you like, it's basically like an interview like this. They ask you like in-depth questions and you talk to them and see where your mind's at. They give you medication. Mm. But most of the healing work I did was by myself, I think. Okay. They helped a lot. They helped a lot by, you know, taking me to the meetings and talking to me. But most of the work I did was me really researching myself and taking time by myself to go into my own mind and reflect. And do you know what I mean? And see what went wrong and where my head was at and like that. What did they diagnose it as just a breakdown? Or... The first time I went, they diagnosed it as manic depression, which is like bipolar, which I definitely do think I got a bit of that. The second time I went, they diagnosed it as schizophrenia, which... It's understandable the way I was <laughs> behaving. Yeah. Were so, you
1: smoking a lot of weed nah, as well? No, I don't even smoke weed. Never okay. smoked never in my smoked life. In never smoked in your life. Which they asked that question too. Of course. They, yeah, they want to know if you... that's a major question. Yeah. So you never smoked weed ever in your life, and they were like, yeah, okay. Bro. And did they say any triggers that could have happened? So yeah, yeah, yeah. What were the triggers? The the kind of the situation from you coming yeah. off tour and into uh, mm-hmm. yeah, okay. In the last, let's say, in the last, what'd you say, two years? It's it's been looking very bright. More Not so. Not even no? in the last two years. You... In the last year, God was just like, yo this is you up next boy yeah. <laughs> he's like through the hardships yeah um, you know what i had to show you that you know you can pick yourself yeah, up yeah yeah so... and that's
2: that me- that's the message i want to like ultimately get across like god and by the end of my story i want people to look at me and think no matter what you go through you can turn it all the way around 360 and that's another thing that inspired me i started looking at stories like literally typing them in on google like um famous celebrities that turn their life around and I see that like Brad Pitt and that. Like, do you know what I mean? Mm. And I was watching them. you got to really like, you really got to get yourself in the zone too, because I had no one to look to in my scene. Mm. No one's been to a mental health hospital like, or three times.
1: No one has openly, oh, yeah, probably, publicly, uh, That's true. so there's a difference. So that's this is true. what I mean about people not declaring how mm-hmm. they feel. And as soon as you say to someone like, this is an experience that I've had, you'll be surprised. Other people, people are like- have,
2: That's another thing I'm trying to do like I, on on my Instagram, I do the freestyles. Mm. And I freestyle about, like, topics like that. Yeah. And on the comments. And people, like, DM me after and tell me their stories. And so... Because when I, mean, I was looking around, I couldn't see no one. Yeah. All the artists I looked up through never, ever, ever spoke about the why like, Wiley never said it. Kano never said it. And I know you all went through shit like that. But it's just not that kind of thing. So I was just like... So I had to look elsewhere. So I found Americans and people that gone
1: through it. And I just... And that was where, that is. was that was the come up. Mm-hmm. So I'm seeing that you're wearing a conscious crud jumper now. Yes. And was that was that part of the turning point? Definitely. What was what is conscious crud? What does that mean to you?
2: Yeah, I feel like our generation is like conscious crud. That's what I'm trying to. I feel like before the media gives us a name, let me give us a name that we're probably cool with that we want to represent us. And I feel like conscious crud represents us because mm. I was looking at my friends one day and they were smoking, drinking. One of them was like, "Yeah, man, I just come out from church, you know, but I am just come here just to get a little quick zoot." And it just hit me, and I was like, "That's crud." <laughs> yeah. But it's but he's a conscious brother. At the same mm. time, it's just his environment is cruddy. But like I say, like you use the consciousness to get out of your environment, and you use your crud stuff to survive in the world. You gotta be conscious because like your friend might call you and say, "Yo, let's go in this move," and you need that's when you gotta really use your brain. And like if I go in that move, where's it gonna lead me? Mm. If I do this, where's that gonna lead me? Yeah. So the crud stuff in the world, like when bills come and... um the world's expectations of you and that's when you can use the crud and that you've learned from the ends to firm that. When I go into meetings, if I go into a meeting now and the label told me, God forbid, we don't want to work with you anymore, that's not going to break me. Because when I'm in meetings and they're talking about deals, I'm, a, I'm firm-faced. I heard 50 talk about it as well. It can't break him. What's the deal? Mm. Look where I'm coming from. This is nothing to me. Mm. So it's that. that's where the crud helps. But Conscious Crud initially came from the sound that I wanted to bring in music. Mm. Me and my boy Lavelle, we was like, We started talking about how do we bring conscious music
1: with a positive message to our generation now. Because you, you felt like, like do you feel like that is somewhat a journey and like a gift that you have to bring onto society? Like, definitely. knowing what you know, going through what you go through. Definitely. This is the way that you want to enlighten the new generation or the, people of anyone who can relate,
2: right? Anyone who can relate. Mm. And I was like, how are we gonna do that? Because like I was just going through names like Carla and Mike Righteous, they're amazing people. Carla's an incredible human being. Mm. But his music didn't quite break through. I don't hear it on mainstream radio. I understand why, because of the topics. But I was like, surely there must be a way, because Wretch was like the closest to have like a message and still get a number one and crack through. But there hasn't been any more. So me and Lavelle was talking, and I was like, how how can we maneuver? He was to... like, because they're missing the crud. Huh. He was like, you've got to put
1: the crud back in there because mm. we've got both sides. So, this is where conscious crud and developed that's where from. conscious
2: crud developed big, from. And big. I was like, all right, cool. Now, <laughs> you know
1: what it is? I, I met Fatima, yeah, yeah. And Fatima was in your self love video, yeah, and we'll go yeah. into that in a moment mm-hmm. because that's a big tune, yeah. And then from Fatima's, because I saw like a clip, and then I went on to your Instagram and mm-hmm. I was like, hold on, started what you had like a post, and you're like, if you're a new follower, I'll go back, yes. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, you know yeah. what, you probably didn't realize that people actually read stuff like yeah, that sometimes. Yeah, yeah. So, if you're a new follower, go. Back and see what I've been up yeah, to. Yeah. I was thinking, oh, okay, let's see it. And I yeah, just started scrolling, and like, I think I've watched the video, and I was like, oh, now he's actually dope, you know. And he's talking about an issue that I haven't heard or not even haven't heard that I'm surprised that this guy like I'm flicking on the next video yeah. and he's still talking yeah. about a mad <laughs> issue yeah. and if anything I was probably more interested to see all of the ways <laughs> and all of the facets yeah. in which you'd be talking yeah. about something yeah. so I was like this is all a bit mad it?" Mm-hmm. and you, you got such varied topics I even saw one of like masturbation yeah. to like, um, yeah, like to, yeah bro he yeah. kept it kept it real like, I was <laughs>
0: just like yo yeah.
1: this literally just saying it as it is yeah. and to me there was so much respect in that mm-hmm. so when I was like looking for you, and it, what, what did you have your, in mind when you're like all right cool i'm going to upload these freestyles or i'm going to upload these these small videos on insta did you want people to say look i'm going to find that and be like yo this guy's real
2: it started it started as an accident it started from the grenfell that's the first video i did first freestyle i did and they went viral but i went on twitter one day and simon Cowell did a charity version remember that charity song Stormzy? and everyone had the lyrics of stormzy's verse hmm basically saying Stormzy went in because they all had, everyone's quoting Stormzy's verse. I was like, right, let me read it. I read it and I was like, yo, Stormzy went in. But obviously he's supposed to because we all felt it as humans. But I've never seen him like tap into that side before. And I was like, yo, he went in. Then it inspired me because it made me think I'm supposed to be the conscious guy who talks about these things and I haven't said anything yet. Before that, my Instagram was just quotes. So God blessed me that this happened. I turned my camera around and I just came up with a bar and spoke for my heart and I recorded it and I put my phone down and I remember me and Dubs I remember messaging Dubs like yo <laughs> my phone is going crazy I kept, I had this joke that I kept saying to him like yo I'm going to bed this is so mad <laughs> we kept, that's what we used to say I used to say bro I'm going to bed this is mad mad I woke up the next morning and I saw an app from gigs it said Act Shocker Grenfell with a peace hand I was like, no, it can't be. So I was like, let me go toilet and then I'm going to come back to my phone and check if it's still there. Because <laughs> that I happens. I think I'm seeing this, yeah. That happens. So I went, <laughs> I, went <on> my Inst- <laughs> I went on my Instagram, I went back to it and it was still there. And then my phone just started going, he, oh, my phone went
1: bananas. Man,
2: that's and then, the
1: sign of viral, you know. When things that was going. my first experience
2: of it. Mm. But coincidentally, Vertex, because he's like an internet geek, like he studies these things. He called me from Ghana, like, Probably a couple of weeks before, and he was telling me, Yo, shocks, it's not about record labels anymore. It's about viral now. The internet controls things. And I was thinking, I was hearing it, but I didn't know what he was talking about because my mind wasn't there yet. And then when it went viral, I was like, Oh my God, this is what he was saying. This is the new thing. Like, it's the internet now. It just went viral. Like, Semtex DM'd me, like, Yo, send me, I'm gonna play it. Like, I was like, Where did you see it? He said, I saw it on Shade Room. It was just everywhere. It just went viral. Jeez. From that day on, that was the birth of it.
1: I just started. Then now he started. And you know what? I, I think it's only right that I bring the Instagram onto peace of no mind. <laughs> and what's even madder is he said that he wanted to drop something over the piece of light instrumental. So are you ready? You got you got your bars in mind? Do you want to hear the beat for a minute? Get, right, get your go, mind. He just went straight up in there. Yeah. Alright, cool. You look ready. Peace of no mind. This is an exclusive. I didn't. What's it? What's this beat called? It's called Peace of Light. That's crazy. I listened to this Kendrick vocal. Kendrick vocal with it Kendrick vocal. The Heart Part Two. Yes, part, he did actually. That's what yeah, I'm saying. That's why when you played really it, I was
2: like, what?
1: Yeah. That's crazy. Mad. Yeah.
2: <laughs> what am I gonna say, man? All my bars are usually like. No, nah, I just. Be- oh man. Yeah. I can't even find a job.
1: But this is the original version. I think
2: he he like made a different kind of version. It made it more hip hoppy. But let me see what I can do on it. Yeah. People. Ah. People think to be great that there's no stress to it. In order to be great, there's a process to it. And if you've got a purpose to fulfill, sometimes God might destroy you just to rebuild. People like the shocker they see now. But before this shocker, shocker had to get killed. I was bad mind, lying, addictions, all of it. God sent me signs to change and I was ignoring it. So do you know what he did to my dreams? He closed the door in it. And that's when I opened my eyes and I finally saw with it. I into my eyes and I finally saw with it. I, in my eyes and I finally saw it, I'm trying to be different, I'm trying to be different. That's the first thing that enters my mind when I get up. I do this for the people depressed and they can't get up. I was in that place myself, but now I'm better. I'm like, everything comes from inside. Just looking at words, there's a deeper insight, think, intention invention, incredible, intelligence, insecure, I went on Instagram because I was into more, I don't need an intermission or an interval, I'll be on the internet, I'm an inspiration, I don't look outside myself for information, if we can interact, there'll be an integration, you ain't been invested in because you're too impatient, I ain't interested in those indirects, I'm an indigo with an intellect, I'll be in front of you because you think like an intern, you could be a boss too if you only looked inwards, I'm one of the few that puts messages in words. I get my income from invoices. I let the ink work. I'm international. Have you seen my inbox? They're telling me in India that you're going in shocks. That's why I'm in the industry. I'm here uninvited. Michael Jackson words. They leave you enlightened. Because I've been entrusted. By God, I'm instructed to implant seeds so you don't indulge in injustice. I'm
1: highly hey that's a mad one bro hey honestly honestly and obviously for those who are hearing they can see the kind of content and the the brainwaves so tell me a little bit about self-love because the tune that i'm going to play to to exit the show this is a mad song but tell me a bit about self-love where did this idea come from where did the video come from because if you haven't seen it by now listen honestly (laughs) honestly tell us a little bit about that
2: what about Um, self-love when i made it i made it with like an imaginary person in my mind that i'm talking to that's why i was like you give everybody else love love. hey but but you you never never give give yourself -love. love don't forget, forget about, about yourself, yourself love but i didn't hey. i didn't realize that that imaginary person was the world mm. cuz like so much people's hit me up like yo it's like you're talking to me but that song is for me as well but and I'm the imaginary person cuz every song i make i always try to put myself in the shoes of the song cuz that song's for me like i'm not saying on the song that i love myself so much i'm saying yo i don't give myself enough love don't forget about yourself shocks and that 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 like When um, Mental Health Day happened the other day, it hit me and I was like, yo, that's actually the mental health anthem. Because anyone that's going through mental health, you're currently fell out of love with yourself. Like, when you're at your lowest, if you ask someone at their lowest, do you love yourself right now? They're going to be like, no. That's the realest. So it's like, I feel like the reason why everyone gravitated to that song is because everyone that's gone through, like, depression or anxiety understands, like, yo i was caring about everyone else most circumstances is because they was caring caring about everyone else and they didn't give their self-love and i'm like don't forget about yourself love and then what
1: what happened what happened when you started like the video because the the song's so powerful but in terms of the actual video itself like when did you start thinking like hold on what i wanted to do to get a representation in would be
2: the video i can't take credit for the video director is a genius he hit me up one day and said, yo, I want to shoot a video for you. I was like, yes, because I didn't have no money to shoot the video. Double literally gave me five bills to add to the video. I had no money at all. Like I scraped up a bit of money. And then um, I had a meeting with him. I sat down with him and I was like, yo, listen to the song. No, he said, play me some songs. I played him this song. He's like, yo, we've got to shoot for this one. I was like, I don't know what did, though. I've done my part. I've come up with a song. I was like, I don't know what I did." He was like, yo, let's get everyone with differences, bring them together and celebrate them. As soon as she said that, it clicked on my mind. I was like, "That's perfect. That's what I'm. That's another side of what I'm trying to say with the song as well. Everyone that's in society that feels different, feels a bit weird. Don't forget about yourself. Love yourself too. Because think about their
1: journey to self-love. That's why I got Fatima especially. It is, and that is how I found Fatima. Her journey, like just even just speaking to her, like so inspiring and her energy is just 110 it's yeah, yeah. 110 man yeah. honestly like she's just got life for days man yeah. so it was it, it, it was a mad one and she was just like wait till the video comes out I was like well, have you not got the actual song she's like nah I can only play you 30 seconds I was like I don't want 30 seconds yeah, let, me want the the yeah. let me get the guy yeah. himself let me get the guy himself in it, and then the route began man yeah cause the director was like, make sure you
2: interview all of them as well. I still got the interviews. I haven't put them out yet. I put one or two out. Mm-hmm. Put Fatma's one out. But it was like, make sure you interview them as well to get their stories. And that's when I realised how special the song is when I interviewed them. Because obviously, I put it out on Instagram saying I need some people for the video. I got bare DMs and then I pick. I went on their profiles. I picked which ones. Mm-hmm. Godwin lucky like, luckily, I picked the right ones. And then... When I was interviewing them and I was hearing their stories, like the girl in the beginning, you literally see her self-harming scars. Mm, if yeah, you watch it. Yeah, can see that. Yeah, you can't got
1: across her arms. Across yeah. her arms. And mm. I was
2: chatting to her about it and she was like, yeah, like she had self-harming scars. She didn't really love herself. But on top of the scars, she had a comma tatted on top of the scars. Basically the comma saying the story's not finished yet. Oh, okay. I didn't commit suicide. I continued.
1: Isn't that a universal comma, bro? Yeah, yeah. What's the reactions been and what are you now looking to do with that? The reactions have been... Um, this is
2: the most positive reactions i've ever got for a song in my life i never thought that people would dance to my music mm. that's what shocked me the most because i don't make music that people dance to i make music you can vibe to and reflect to him like oh i hear what my was saying i felt him there but i never saw myself as an artist that people are going to be dancing to my music so when i'm getting videos sent in from like I'm getting videos sent in from mad places. I always send it to Dub, like, yo. Because it's it's messing me up. Because mm. I can't believe they're dark. I've made a dark song. Like I, <laughs> do, like, I literally did something different. Like, complete. this is completely different to what I do. Now like, mm. when they check out my catalogue after, they're going to know like I did something, like, really pushed myself this time. Like, there's no verses from me on there. I'm mm. a rapper. You know I'm a rapper. I sang on the song from front to back. And is that maybe a new direction that you're going to keep into? It's not a new direction, but it's in mind. Okay. It's open. It did something to me subconsciously. (laughs) It's me seeing people dance my music. I'm thinking about it now. Like someone sent me an uh, Afrobeat kind of instrumental the other day and I gave it a second look. Before I would, you know what I mean?
1: Like, Before you would have shut it I would have down, shut it like, down, yo, but like, actually. I proper replayed it and I was like, yo, <laughs> we might go again. <laughs> <laughs> Round two. And like I said, if you guys actually haven't heard Self Love, like, you're missing out. Thank if you, you. want to get yourself in that spirit and you want to get yourselves in that mood. But realistically, because I want to play it in a second, but yeah. if I play it, that also means that I'm going to have to end the show. Yeah, so it's a catch-22 right yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Two things that I want to say. Number one, can you let everyone know where they could find you? Yes. Where they could find your music Mm -hmm. and maybe what's coming?
2: Okay. Um, You can find me on Twitter, shocker underscore artist. You can find me on Instagram, shocker underscore artist. You can find me on Facebook, shocker Kenneth. But. Find me on Instagram mainly, shocker underscore artist, because, you know, you've been on my Instagram. That's where you can find the That's videos. my office. Yeah, like, that's if you <laughs> want to see, like, my whole journey is lit. That's why I said go back. Yeah. Because I know there's gems that you're missing out on. If I just post pictures, I wouldn't have said go back, because it's like you're only going to see pictures. Mm. But I said go back, because I know how much messages and stuff I've put in these freestyles. I don't know who it might help. Mm. So I'm like, go back and listen to them so um yeah go on my instagram my whole journey's on there literally you can see mean, my hair change <laughs> hair one changing. minute i had the positive <laughs> hat, energy hat i was wearing
1: and yeah. then the dreads that like you can see everything yeah. my whole journey's on Insta. yeah and your journey's gonna stay bright because yeah. like i said if the direction and the trajectory that you're moving in uh, god willing god <laughs> bless that ain't even sat in my control <laughs> so exactly man you gotta take that on and this kind of the final question what advice would you give to your younger self right now
0: uh,
2: know yourself know i yourself. say know yourself man definitely get to know yourself mm. that's a lot of things people don't do live so, with yourself ja- throughout the whole of life and that's the one place they don't look is in the mirror <laughs> and really get to know yourself that is crazy but yeah that's mm. what i'll say
1: hey bro this is one of the realest interviews i had big love for coming over today but guys i want to leave you lot with self-love peace out but you never
0: give yourself love don't forget about your love self-love you give everybody else love but you never give yourself love. Don't forget about yourself love. Self love. Sometimes it's cool not to give up, give up, give up. Sometimes it's cool not to give up, give up, give up. It's okay to save everybody and give yourself love. It's okay to save everybody and give yourself love. Some people call it selfish. I call it self love. I call it self love. Health is wealth love. Don't forget about yourself love. Some people call it selfish. selfish, selfish, selfish. You give everybody else love, but you never give yourself love. Don't forget about yourself love. Self love. You give everybody else love, but you never give yourself love. Don't forget about yourself love. Self love.